podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Combine Podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Cop Eye Podcast. It feels like it's been a while since I've been, well, since I've done a show and since I've done a show with Christian as well, because it's me and it's Christian back again. Christian, how are you doing, lad? Good. It feels like we haven't seen each other for ages. We've been <laughs> we've been chatting on WhatsApp and stuff, but yeah, you've been working, I've been working, you know, you've been doing things in Liverpool, I've been doing things back home, so we haven't had a, ch- a chance to do a podcast for a feels like a long time because you had some guests on the last time because I couldn't make it and stuff. So it's good. It's good to be back. It's good to be back to talk about the last home game of the season and obviously um, the next game coming up as well. So, yeah, I've kind of because you're doing the podcast quite we're doing quite often. So now when I haven't done it for a while, I just felt like, yeah, come on. I felt this, you know, energy to to jump on again and talk about (laughs) Liverpool. Yeah, I've just checked. It's been twelve days, so twelve days since we've done it's a show. Too so long. That's well. That's well too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it feels like we've done. It's been a while since the show. It feels like a long time since the Villa game, which we'll we'll talk about. Not not as much, of course, about before we jump into the Southampton stuff. But um, yeah, it was a it was a nice. I mean, the result wasn't what we wanted, but it was a nice day to give Bobby the send-off and stuff, 1-1. Um, like, how did you feel, like, generally after it? Just with, like, I think the whole, like, Bobby thing and Milner leaving, Noxley Chamberlain Cater, I think that kind of overshadowed it in, in the best way possible because I think it kind of made a lot of the players, like, zone out a little bit in terms of, like, quality on the pitch. Like, they're just... I think the likes of Trent and Salah, like, in terms of what they've been producing over the recent weeks... That like their input and like just the final ball just wasn't there. I just feel like it, I think that just kind of um, that whole like people leaving was just constantly maybe in the back of everyone's mind. It, that's how it felt to me anyway. What about you? Yeah, and you know it's a game where you you want to win to keep you know the hope alive for Champions League football next season, uh, and you don't do it. But you also know that these profile players, especially Bobby and Milner, is going to leave. So after the game, like you said, with all the you know the reception they've got, uh, especially Bobby, uh, you know I, I, I was you know I was sad, feeling emotional and all that because it, it is an end of an era. You know it's two great you know servants uh, for the club, one one it all. Uh, with us, stayed for like eight years, whatever it is. Um, I was fine until uh, Firmino actually went to hug Allison and he started to cry. And that's when I fucking won, you know, started to cry in front of the TV as well. Then I couldn't hold it back because I was fine until uh, that point. And my missus came into the living room because my brother and his missus were, you know, visiting us and he's a Liverpool supporter as well. My brother, so we obviously watched the game. Uh, you know, our girlfriends were out, were out in the kitchen, you know, sorting things out uh, before we were going to go out for a meal. And she just came in and saw me crying. It was like, well, what's going on? I said, it's Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, a, you know, a grown man. But it's just, it just comes to you when you realise he's crying because he knows he's not going to play at Anvil anymore. It's his last, you know, game, obviously, against Southampton if he plays. But it's just, he knows his legacy, he's been a part of it since 2015 or whatever it was. He won it all. Uh, you know, he, he he's just one of them players who took the club to his heart as well. We took him to our hearts. So it was it was tough when that when that happened. Um, but you know, 
everything has an end. Uh, and I think we like it's been on Twitter, you know, and don't be sad because it's ending. It just, you know, be glad it, it, it did happen or whatever it, it was, said, you yeah. know, said on Twitter. So that was my emotions uh, after the game anyway. Yeah, I, I think it was one of those, like for me, I didn't, I didn't cry like, but um, I mean, I'm not saying that you're all, like a knob for crying or whatever, because I understand <laughs> completely. Like, <laughs> but like, it was one of those like lump in the throat moments where you're like, oh my god, like you're sat like perfect position in the cop, you can see him come round, he gets the goal and whatever else, and it's kind of like you, the realization. And I think, like you said, the moment when he hugged Allison, and then you. When I left the match and checked my phone and stuff, I saw that clip. I was like, "That was must have been the reason he like kind of it like washed over him as well." That that was the the last time he'd ever be at Anfield. Last time he'd score at Anfield as well, which was yeah. which was a really nice moment. But let's like talk about the game a, a little bit because, um, like I mentioned, like the whole I just think the whole occasion, I think, kind of over overrode us a little bit in terms of. We weren't really. I felt like we weren't really focused on the footy just because the quality was such a drop off, and we didn't start the game well. We we give away a penalty. Canate uh, gives it away. They miss it. So then 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 the crowds up because right we haven't given a goal away. We're back in. The, we're sound. We can go up to the end and score. Then they go and score. Literally five minutes later, Ramsey he starts shushing the cop and. Um, and you're just like, what the fuck's going on here? It's like Liverpool. What, what are Liverpool doing? This is the game we need. We need to win to keep, like you said before, keep the hopes alive and stuff. And you're just like, what? What is going on? What is going on with the Reds? Like we didn't. We just couldn't seem to get the rhythm going. Like we had. It just seemed like we were t- we're taking a step back into the 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 season before we started being actually decent in in the last in the last couple of months. Um, but for, I think for me, like when we're getting into half time and Mings. Goes in for what looks like a, a special, like Bobby Kung Fu kick, and um, <laughs> it takes out Gakpo. And I mean, when you look back at it, and, and, and Gakpo lifts his shirt up later, and you can see the the boot marks and whatever, and only gets a yellow card for it right before half time as well. Like, it's crucial, like times these, like where you need to, the right decision needs to be had. Like Jota didn't get one fair enough um, for a similar thing, and he should have got a red card really. And it's it's the, those type of things that. <laughs> They need to be a red card. It doesn't matter if, the, like, I think fifteen years ago, like, if you get the ball and then you hit the man, completely fine. That's absolutely sound. Fifteen, twenty years ago, that's absolutely sound. Whatever else, but now, if you do get the ball and you follow through and you injure the opponent, in the, today's rules, that is a red card. It doesn't matter what happens. You're in danger an opponent or whatever the fucking law spiel is. <laughs> it needs to be needs to be a red card and like like I said going into half time if, if if that happens I mean they then also probably waste time even more than they were because they've got 10 men and they're just going to be sat behind the ball even more than they were they couldn't have been any further back than they were <laughs> uh, but those decisions need to be right don't they but just just not for especially not not just for us but for everyone but especially when you go on like big decisions like if we win that game we, we're We've got a chance of getting top four, and it's that those little things that need to be sorted out in the in the coming seasons. Yeah, and I think there's a difference. If you you know, I understand what you say. You know, 15, 20 years ago, you can actually you know go in you know for a tackle and follow through, get the ball first, follow follow through in a sense, and then you know hit the man, and you still get away with it because it's you know it was more of a physical you know perspective of the fo- of the football back then as well and even more back in history but it's just one of them where I, I don't mind if you 
I don't mind if you go into a tackle and get the ball. I wouldn't say hurt a man, but you go in with a, you know power and actually hit someone. If you're trying to get the ball on the ground, you know that's the thing. But if you put in your uh, boots up that high, you know when you you know kick someone in his chest and leaving those studs marks, it's not it's not a tackle that you would normally do on a football pitch, and it gets into an area where it's dangerous play because. Your, you got your chest, your head, your throat, or whatever in that area, so you can actually hit someone really, really badly, even if it's you know in in the eye or whatever as well. So I don't mind if it's a hard tackle on the ground, but as soon as you start to you know doing them things, I think that's a red card, especially if you follow through and you know not trying to get your foot away. So I I agree with you what you said about Jot as well. I think that was a red card. I'm not just saying that that because this should have been a red card as well. I just think that it's dangerous if you actually hit someone really, really bad at the wrong part of the head or in the eye or whatever. You can actually end the career. You can do by breaking a leg as well. I don't say that's right, but that can happen in football because it's football. You play it with your, you know, mostly with your feet and your legs and you run and you come into challenges. That's part of it, but not... It's not a part of it, you know, dangerous play, putting your foot up high because that can actually be really, really dangerous. So I think that decision was wrong and it could have had an impact, obviously, on our game as well because that was, like you said, before half time. And if they are 10 men, we have 45 minutes to actually, you know, try to just break them down. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is what it is. The referees this season, you know, it's been been really shit, to be honest. And I'm not saying, not only for us, I think in general, the referees yeah. in Premier League has been totally not the shit. Every week as well, like we're meant to be, exactly. they, they sell it as like, oh, the best league in the world. It's like, well, it, it might be, but it, I don't think it, it can really be when you've got the officiating as, ba- as bad as it is. You can't, ha- you can't be having this and like the time wasting. And yeah, I, mean, I understand like tactics to kind of slope like teams down, and I, I, every team that comes to Anfield, especially in recent weeks, has tried to do that because when Liverpool got the tails up. You're going to do everything you can to slow that down, to slow the cr- crowd down, to get the crowd annoyed, whatever else. So I understand it. But like some of the stuff like goal kicks and throw-ins, going down when you're not injured, taking ages, like it's just annoying. And then you get and then you get this on top of it. It's just like it really is frustrating. And like Ming's just basically assaults Gakpo for that one, should be off. Um, and then 10 minutes after the half, we think we're back in the game. And it's Gakpo again. And this is another one that, there's so many like debates and like I think like there's like a um, ref watch thing on Sky Sports and the ref goes through it all and basically saying like the referee was right in what he did because the law is subjective and he's gone with what the law says the bro- the law should be rewrote because it doesn't help the referees and all this shit basically just to try and cover the fact that what Conser did was not deliberate in their eyes when but when you look at it from even from like the angle from the back, you can see he moves his leg into it. But the angle from the front, where you can see Conser's face and you can see his leg, you can see he sticks his leg out. It doesn't matter. It's by instinct. It, he tries instinct. to get the ball because deliberate. he's trying to defend. You know, he's yeah. trying to get, he, he's trying to clear the ball away from the a dangerous area. It's it's you're doing it by instinct. You don't just because it happens so fast. You just don't stand still and be like, I'm not going to touch this ball because he might be offside. And you know, I might. It just, it just he just does it because it's it's in his head. His you know that's just basic instincts yeah. from a football player trying to defend, trying to reach yeah. the ball. And in, instinct equals deliberate because, like they said, it's it's, it's exactly. a natural reaction because he's not going to be like, oh, I'll let this go through my legs because Canate is going to. I mean. After the Arsenal game where Canate misses from one yard, I wasn't confident Canate would score from five yards, to be fair. But even <laughs> still, 
there was a yeah. chance to, to, to score there. And I mean, being in the crowd, you don't get to see what's going on. You're just waiting around what's going on. And then the decisions that, I mean, yeah. you, you're always waiting for the, the decision not to go for you, especially when they go over to the screen and stuff like that. But uh, you're just like, what's going on? And then it's even more frustrating when you get to see the pitches back and you it's just a load of shit. Another law that's just ridiculous. Another decision that goes against you because the because of officiating and it's 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 just ridiculous, really. And it's, like you said, it's not just us; it's every team, every week. There's just constant bad decisions, yeah. bad VAR decisions. Where decisions where you'd be Weird. like, I don't understand the rules anymore. I don't understand that there are different rules every fucking week. Then because I don't understand, like last time this happened, it was the same time this, but it's two different decisions in yeah, in the kind exactly. of same kind of happenings that was going on. And I'd be like, I don't, you know, I, I just get tired because, like as like we've been talking about VAR before, it's it's a good tool to be used to, you know overrule when it's you know something clear and obvious like i say but it's also when it's not used in the way it should be used it's kind of taking away the the you know the passion for the for the game you know because you can't sometimes um celebrate in that moment where there is a goal where it happens yeah. if it happens a lot of things in the penalty area and the ball goes in and you're you're winning a game in the 88th minute or whatever and you go fucking crazy because of that and then there's like oh var check and sometimes i understand it because it might have been you know an an obvious handball and stuff like that and and, and that should be okay but when it comes to these kind of decisions where they actually just decide themselves like "Mm, ah you know fucking hell that it it ruins it all you know it it ruins the 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 emotion of the game as well like the 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 feelings that you get from football which is shit yeah, I think that the one that the recent one for me that did that was the Jones one where he scores that lovely touching um, volley because I just thought oh he looks offside so you can't celebrate it and then when it when they give it you like you celebrate but you're not it's not the same as that initial release of emotion yeah. when the goal goes in. Um, but that's but that's because we see it like uh, like I see it on TV and probably you as well. But because that you actually see it straight away. Oh, this could be an looks, off, an offside. Yeah. So I understand that. But if you're actually in the ground, you don't see that maybe oh, yeah. from an from a certain angle, and you're still gonna celebrate like a you know maniac. Yeah. But then it's taken away from you. But obviously this time they use it in the the way it should be, and they can tell it was onside just by margins. But so that's a good thing instead of a linesman saying offside, obviously, and it was onside. So, so that's a good thing. But they need to come up with a better solution to use it much better than they had since it was introduced, in my opinion, because I think they use it in the wrong way. And I think the referees need to step up a bit as well, because at the moment, it's just a fucking, I don't know, it's just, you know, chaos. It is. It really is. Um, but yeah, so we don't get that one. Bobby Bobby comes on 72nd minute for... What what we thought would be twenty minutes, but turned into thirty minutes because we got like an extra ten minutes added on. Quite rightly, should have been fifteen minutes. But Martinez taking the piss. Martinez gets his yellow card on seventy seven when he probably should have got it in the first minute, and then the second minute, and then yeah. third minute. He should have there's, been no on po- there's no point giving a yellow card for something that he continues to do if you don't give the second and the red card. There's also a, a new Another rule thing. that needs to be a new yeah. thing that needs to be introduced. Like if you start the game by holding on to a ball for 30, 40 seconds, like in the second minute, you'd be like, Well, that's not allowed. Yellow card on you. If you do it again, you're out. Because that will stop them doing it. <laughs> yeah. But it's but, just funny because yeah. Allison got yeah. it, got one didn't he, the other week and it was like way less amount of time than any most other keepers and it's just like what is what is the officiating going on it's just constant like you're going through games like what's happened 
and more often than not, it's linked to something to do with the officiating. It and that's you shouldn't ever, yeah. you should never notice the referees there. They should just be like, yeah, that's a foul. Yeah, the yellow card, whatever else. But you shouldn't have to, shouldn't be talking about like VAR and officiating every game, which it seems like. When obviously yeah. when you win games, you don't talk, you try, you can, you can overlook it a little bit more because you've won. But like when the games like that where key decisions haven't gone your way and it can affect the amount of money you get, the, the players you get the next season, the yeah. whole. <laughs> Way that Liverpool can be structured, especially when the rules are not clear. Like when it's not clear. Like if 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 it happened and you'd be like, yeah, I understand that because that's what the rules are. Like Konate or well, sorry, Van Dijk is actually on the wrong side of the line. That's offside. No matter what, he's offside. No, no matter if it takes, you know, if they had like that kind of rule, they would be like, yeah, I get that. That's fine. But because there's like little, you know, ways of. Uh, looking into a situation and there's different views on di- you know b- depending on the referee and yeah. it just makes it really really hard to you know enjoy certain moments of a game so you know imagine if that was you know happening at you know like a Champions League final or you know a, a game where you could have possibly won the league or whatever the decisive game last game of the season where if you get that goal and go and win it you win it but it's taken away and then afterwards everyone will be like mm, it's not actually you know a certain situation where you would be like, that's offside. It could have been onside. It might have been a goal. I, I could never, I would never have been able to take that, to be honest. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not as dramatic as like a last game of the season, whatever, to win the title, but I still feel like it's still pretty big in the terms of why Liverpool have wrote to, um, wrote to them to say, to ask them why they didn't give a red card and why they didn't give us the, give us the goal. But let's go on to some good things. And like I said, Bobby came on. Got half an hour his last game at Anfield, and he, in like fairy tale fashion, I would have loved it to have been the winner. I think that would have been like pinnacle Bobby yeah. last Anfield <laughs> moment. But he comes on and gets the equaliser, eighty ninth minute, and um, yeah, a, a great little goal, nice little ball in by Salah. But he's in those little spaces where he picks up, and he has done for the last eight years, where he knows where to go. He's a goal scorer as well as being an amazing footballer all round, and gets us the goal and that that explosion of emotion on the cop and in the ground and I imagine around the world everyone watching that was I mean I'd love to hear the collective like screams and <laughs> shouts of everyone when that goal went in because I think like we said in previous like months like when Nunes has scored like you celebrate it more because you want him to do well especially when you knew Bobby in this one it was his last game around field it was like yeah. celebrated even more because of who it was but it was a, it was a special moment wasn't it yeah, and you know, I had my balcony door open because it's really warm weather and nice here. So when me and my brother, you know, saw that ball go in, we were shouting as you know loud as ever, you know, celebrating a goal because it was Bobby, and obviously because it was one-one, and we still got a chance to go and get the second one. Um, so you know, I, I think you know the whole uh, apartment complex probably heard us, you know, screaming and shouting. But that—that's what I—that's what you—that's what you want to have from football anyway. So, you know, I I totally understand. You know, you being in the cop. Uh, watching it it must have been amazing so i'm sad that i couldn't be there this time but you know that's that's the thing like you when, when something like that happened it's it's kind of written in the stars but like i said it's it's sad that he couldn't be the winner but it's just nice it was bobby and he scored his 110th goal was it for liverpool which is nice just get this extra goal up to you know 10 like 110 so yeah it was a nice finish off for him uh, a nice run a nice goal uh, and perfect um, you know in sense of him ending his career for us yeah it really was i mean he's got one more game which we'll talk about now actually um but i think if even if that's his last goal like that'll be like a nice little end of his 
there's like fairy tale at, at Liverpool, like eight years, won everything, been amazing, transformed yeah. as whatever else, and then gets a lot, get a goal in the last Anfield game. But um, yeah, I mean, I would have loved to talk about Southampton in a way where it's like we need to win because if United, this that, and the other, you never know. It's like, not going to happen, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if we need them. We if we needed a miracle before, we need a fucking I don't know. 10 times 15 times a miracle now for, for to get in this time <laughs> but uh yeah southampton is 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 up next um what what do you reckon what do you reckon we'll go with because in terms of last last game we had ali trent canate van dyke robo jones fabinho henderson salah gakpo diaz uh nunez has been pictured in training um do you reckon you might come in for this one i i've got a feeling we'll go go the same again to be honest for, for Southampton yeah I've got the same feeling because if if even if Nunes is back training there's, there's no point or if he, he still has you know suddenly a bit of minor issues you know if he's not full of fit there's no point to uh, risk him you know for the last game of the season which might not mean anything anyway so I think we go the same and he might have some you know a few minutes at the end or whatever uh, but at the same time like even if we need like a like you said 100 times a miracle uh, for Man United to lose both games, we st- we still you know if we can go and win it, we still keep that chance alive. Even if it's even if it's minus, I don't want to go there and just be like, eh, whatever. I still want us to go and uh, finish the season with a win. Um, it might be hard because Southampton, obviously, even if they already already relegated, uh, they obviously want to finish it off good at home in front of their you know fans. So it's not like I think that they just gonna. Ah, fuck it. We're already down, so don't go out here and do you know do a proper game. Um, you know, so I think they want to you know end it well, which means that we're gonna put in the shift. Uh, and I, I want us to win the last game of the season because it's just a good way of continue what we have done. You know, the recent weeks with the the wins that we had to actually you know get some form and show that we're actually quite stable in terms of winning games in a row. Even if it was one one against Aston Villa, it's still not a a loss. It it was a draw, so we you know maintain that. Uh, run as well. So if we can go win it and finish the season like that, and actually take us take that into next season and feel that we, you know, we we ended the last season really good in terms of I think in terms of form and winning games. I think we're second or something in the Premier League when you look at it. So if we can continue that in next season to win this game now, I, I would be happy because you always want to win though. But I don't want us to go there and just you know put in like seventy percent. I want us to go there and yeah. give hundred percent and win it because that would just feel good to you know end the season and be like yeah okay this is it and then we go again next one uh, next season yeah i think in terms of like our form like we're we're unbeaten in 10 the last time we lost was when i was over in sweden and we got we got beat by man city which is yeah. a bit of a bit of a weird one we've we've drew drew through three and, and won seven since then so yeah. i mean that's the reason why we've been able to dream about champions league because we were got like 12 points off and we've put the run together and whatever and got seven wins, three draws from the last 10, which is, I mean, in terms of years gone by, not recent years, but before then, like that's like top of the league, like form, yeah. like we're drawing a few winning loads, but I mean, Man City and like Liverpool over the last couple of years have took that to new levels where basically you have to like win like 18 in a row, 19 in a row. Otherwise yeah. it's over, mate. And that's kind of why, We've seen Arsenal like fall away because their forms um, dropped a little bit, but we'll see tomorrow because actually Man United play Chelsea tomorrow at eight o'clock. So if Chelsea win, and mate, 
amazingly, I'll be absolutely amazed. Like I'll be gobsmacked. But then it yeah. goes into the last game of the season, and you're like, well, you just need to. I mean, you either just get a goal, or as long as you get a draw, you sound. But it puts a little bit more pressure. I mean, yeah. no one, no one, no. I don't think any any Liverpool fans expecting top four, but at least it makes it a little bit more interesting for us all, doesn't it? If it happens, yeah, of course. And who do they play in the last game? Man United, because they play at home, don't they? So. Um, yeah, so they play. Let's have a look. I will have a quick look right now. Um, they got two games at home now. The last two are. are is it... Yeah, so they've got they've got Chelsea tomorrow, and then they have. Let's have a look, quick look. Just having a quick look now. Um, I can't actually see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> put me on the spot there, lad. Um, Chelsea at home, then Fulham at home. So, oh yeah, so so uh, Harry Wilson free kick. <laughs> yeah, well, Mitrovic is back. Mitrovic <laughs> yeah. is back playing. So, yeah, so, mean, so yeah. let's have Chelsea go and you know sort it out now. Uh, become you know great at the end of the season. Just go become fucking what they can be with all those players and just you know smash them. And then we have got Harry Wilson, you know, coming up for a free <laughs> kick in the in the 89th minute. Just like perfectly just in top corner be like come on nah it's a you know it it will it will probably not happen but like you said if Chelsea can you know go and actually do something they actually will be the last game of the season will be an a a very yeah uh, exciting one even if you know uh United at home they haven't I think they haven't lost I can't remember if they have you know when they lost last time at Old Trafford so it will be a tough one but yeah we'll see after tomorrow we know anyway yeah, I mean, it makes it a little bit more clear. And I think, like, yeah, I mean, it's just like because after like winning seven in a row, you're like, right, this is like we're in the right form to do this. And then Villa turn up and just fucking do just park the bus, Mourinho style, and you're just like, fuck's sake, doesn't doesn't happen. But um, what do you reckon score predictions then? Score predictions for Southampton. Well, Southampton haven't, you know, been good. I think we still, you know, we're still even if it was one-one against Villa, we're still in form. Uh, we were good away against Leicester, which has been really shit as well. And you know, Southampton yeah. is bottom, and they already relegated. So I think you know we can actually go there and score a few as well. So I, I, I just go three-one Liverpool. I, I like the three-one. It feels like we have the three goals in us, but it might be that you know Southampton puts in a shift and score one because it's the last home game you know in the Premier League before they play in the championship next season and they want to you know have something from it so 3-1 yeah I'm I'm feeling a 3-0 to be honest uh, yeah, I just feel like come on. away from home we've proved that we've been a lot better recently I'm just interested like you mentioned Southampton bottom of the league it's going to be interesting for um, like Forrester safe now but it's Everton Leicester or Leeds um, there's going to be a proper battle with a love Leeds or Leicester to have won the last game um, that the previous game it's going into this one because it would have been a bit easier, but it is in Everton's hands to. I think they've got Bournemouth. So at home, I mean, let's let's hope Bournemouth do us a favour because that'll just that'll just yeah. I mean, if we don't get top four, it's a, it's a consolation that we can. Yeah, a little Sol- a little Solanke connection there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harry, Harry Wilson and Solanke last game of the season. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> fucking amazing. Then I would just say I would just call Klopp myself. You say bring those two lads back. <laughs> Straight yeah, yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've both gone for three for three goals for the Reds then. three nil, three one. And um yeah, from from next season we've got like a WhatsApp group which is growing by the day, but we're gonna be doing like a 
like a score prediction um league basically next season not not like a major thing but like just like at the end of the shows when we say score prediction we'll get everyone in the whatsapp group to put their score predictions in as well and then paul uh will he'll do all the wizardry stuff and put it all into like a little spreadsheet or whatever else and then you get points for a win uh points if you get close to a win i think as well but we'll, we, we can just sort all out but if you want to join the whatsapp group just let us know just like follow us on Twitter or Instagram, Copite Podcast, and just send us a DM or just comment on one of our latest uh, tweets or posts on there just saying, yeah, I want to join the group and I can send you the link and you can get involved. There's loads of good people in there, loads of good chat. Not on, not negative, all positive stuff. Like, I mean, some negative stuff, but most of, most of it's positive. <laughs> uh, we, try and, we try and bring the negativity out of people. I mean, it's sometimes easy to get stuck in some negativity, especially when like Liverpool... And now maybe probably not going to get Champions League. Well, ninety nine percent not getting Champions League. But I mean, yeah, we still need to remain positive and see what the Reds can do. But yeah, that'll be starting next year. So if you want to get involved, let us know. Um, yeah, we'll be doing like a end of season award show next week, um, like a Southampton review, um, and then best best goal, best player, best assist, best moments. I don't know whatever else you want to. Want us to do? Well, yeah. I'll put I'll put a poll up on Twitter, and we'll get the whatever you want us to do, and then we'll get stuck into player profiles and stuff, which we've we've meant to have done like the last when we had like international breaks, but we never got around to it. But we've done Suarez and Gerard so far. So if you haven't listened to them, they're on there. So if you search for player profiles and Suarez and Gerard, there's, Gerard's got two parts because it was we just it was just too long. We couldn't do it in one. There's just so <laughs> much to talk about. But the next up, we've got Fowler, we've got Torres because we've already done a poll and they they already got picked as the next two. So I think it's Fowler first, Torres next. Then we'll put up more polls for Bobby and Firmino. Yeah, Bobby Firmino, Firmino and Milner, <laughs> <laughs> Hippier, Alonso, uh, Mascherano. Yeah. Carragher, whoever, yeah, whoever, whoever you want, whoever wins the poll, we'll we'll do a like a yeah. half an hour, forty minute show on, and you can get stuck into our thoughts on their legacies and stuff like that, which is always good to talk about. And we might even do like we could even do some managers as well, like Rafa or Gerard Julia. Yeah. That would be, I mean, we if we incorporate managers, that would make it a little bit more interesting as well. To be fair, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's great chats, those, you know, you, you kind of go back to when you were a kid, when you started to watch those players and stuff as well. So you kind of get all those nice memories back from, you know, special moments. It's nice when that happens. So, yeah, I, I would say I'm looking forward to do them. It's just that we haven't really had a, you know, had the time to be able exactly. to actually do them all. But maybe, you know, during summer now when people are relaxing in the, if they're, you know, floating around on a whatever mattress in a pool or whatever they're doing, you know, <laughs> they can they can listen to, have a bevy and listen to, you know, player profiles, which is nice. I think yeah, I think we should have a sorry sorry me I think we should have a shout out to uh, Jack Design as well because he's doing nice little prints now on you know Firmino and Milner with their stats and stuff so he's already on it but obviously there's one more game before he knows and stuff so he's doing loads of boss things now for them and in general as well so uh, don't forget to go and check his stuff out as well if you if you want to have boss livable things. Yeah, that's jackdesign.uk forward slash shop and you can enter the code COPI10. So if you, like like Christian said, there's like Firmino t-shirts which are going lo- like hotcakes apparently. If you want to go and buy one of them and get 10% off, enter COPI10, get yourself 10% off as well. And we've also just quickly got like some new mugs out as well which with, with our lovely little logo on. So if you want to go over to like one of our Twitter page or is Copi Podcast or 
Instagram in the in our link or bio, there'll be like a link tree, and then the top link, just click on it, and it'll send you over um, to get them. I think they're seven pound. Um, but yeah, if you want to go and help us out and help up, help help out uh, NI Mug um, on Twitter, then go and have a look at them and buy one. It uh, would be very much appreciated. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week with hopefully uh, a nice positive. We've watched a miracle over the last couple of days. We've <laughs> done it. Yeah. Um, just, just yeah. We'll we'll have a chat about the Reds uh, awards. See what happens. Best goal, whatever else, and it'll be interesting. And, and we'll have a laugh as well. Uh, but uh, as always, thanks to Christian. As always, thanks to everyone for listening. We really do appreciate the support as always. And we'll see you all very soon. Nice one. Podcast Network.